Welcome to Whole Brain Teaching, the podcast. Join your host, Rhonda Arl and Laura Forehand. We want to help you as teachers reach your full potential by keeping you up to date with all the latest and best Whole Brain Teaching strategies. Whole Brain Teaching is a grassroots educational reform movement founded by Coach Chris Biffle, Jay Vanderfin, and Chris Rexstad. Whole Brain Teaching's goal is to create peaceful classrooms through orderly fun. To support the podcast, please like and share with other teachers. Thank you for listening and enjoy the podcast. And now, here are Laura and Rhonda. everybody. My name is Laura Forehand, and I'm here with Rhonda Arlt, and we're here to present Whole Brain Teaching, the podcast. Um, I am a second grade teacher in Missouri, and I'm also Platinum Certified Whole Brain Teaching Instructor. So Rhonda, I want to let you introduce yourself. Okay. Um, I am a second grade teacher in Kansas, and I'm also a Platinum Certified Instructor, and we're all glad that you are here with us today. Yes, very glad because today we are going to talk about something that I know has been really important to both Rhonda and myself, but I'm going to guess, Rhonda, that it's probably very important to many, many teachers listening today. Um, We're going to talk about a huge part of whole brain teaching, which is the manners. In your opinion, Rhonda, um, why do you think Manners is such an important element to include in our classrooms. Well, I think teaching manners is important um, to start in our classroom because, um, unfortunately, I don't think it's being taught at home. And you know, with our way our world situations going on, we could all use a little bit more manners and implement that on a daily basis. And teaching manners is the best way to start character eight character education, excuse Mm -hmm. me, in our classrooms. Um, The first manner that we want to teach our students is the please okay. How do we go about teaching this? Yeah, so I love the please okay. So as teachers, you know, I don't know if you can think back just to your day today, Rhonda, but like as teachers, we're asking our students to complete tasks all day long. um, And why not just include manners with that? So as we're asking them to do something, we can include those manners. We can include that, please. And we can include that. Thank you. So when we're asking our students to do something such as take out a pencil or put their names on their paper, we can simply add the manner, please, to the end of our request. And so we would say something to the effect of take out your pencil, please, or put your name on your paper, please. Uh, It is important to note that we do want to make sure and use the word please at the end of our request. And then after we make our request with please at the end of it, then our students are going to respond with okay. So I was wondering if you could tell us a little bit about why we want to put please at the end of our request instead of at the beginning. 
Okay. Um, to me, it just makes it easier for them to respond. And then if you're going into the three-peat, they would say, okay, pencils out, pencils or pencils, 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 however you want to do your three-peat. So it just makes it easier to say and have them um, respond back and then go ahead and go on with a task. So that makes sense. Um, do we have gestures? I don't know if you mentioned, did you mention the gesture for we please? Do, we do have gestures. So you want to talk a little bit about the gesture? So we do like with everything in whole brain teaching, we have gestures that go with it. Okay. So with the please, you're going to extend out both of your hands. And then when the students say, okay, they're going to respond with their hands out as well. And then go on with the task that you've asked them to do, whether it's lines, name on their paper or, you know, whatever it might be. So Remember to add that gesture. And I'll be honest, sometimes I, I'll forget that. Mm -hmm. um, I think I remember it when I really want to emphasize that, please, I'll put out my hands and say, please, right. and they'll respond okay. Um, I am noticing a lot of times when I say it casually, I get the okay, but we're forgetting to do the gestures and I need to get back on track with that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So you would, you would say, let me make sure I have this correct. So you'd say like, take out your pencils, please. And your hands are out in front of you, right? And then they respond, mm -hmm. okay. And their hands typically would be out in front of them. And then they would do the three-peat. Is that? I think so. Yep. Okay. Okay. I want to make sure I'm doing it correctly in my classroom. <laughs> so that sounds like the way I'm doing it. So awesome. Um, so it's just a matter of extending your hands out in front of you. I know on a podcast, I'm doing it and I'm I know. not seeing it at all. <laughs> I know. Same here. We're like, we can see each other on Zoom, but I... I mean, nobody else can see us, but it's just that whole brain teacher in us, right? We just keep doing exactly. <laughs> so, you know, along with the gestures, because I love that everything has the gestures because it keeps your brain engaged, that motor cortex engaged. But we also um, want to add variety. So we talked a little bit about variety when we did the um, whole brain teaching cycle back kind of at the beginning of our podcast. And mm -hmm. we discussed the importance of adding variety to the attention getter, which is your class. Yes. Um, adding variety to the brain engager, which is your mirror words, and then adding variety to the collaborative learning, which is your teach. Okay. And so the same is true with please. Okay. We need to add variety so that our students don't become bored. So what are some fun ways we can add that variety to the please. Okay. What have you used in your classroom? Well, I think my kids always like anything when it's fast. So changing up that speed a little bit, going fast or going super slow are two different varieties. You could also do your robot voice. Um, you can make your voice high pitched or low. And you can also vary your gestures. Like instead of just having your hands out, maybe they're up high, maybe they're down low, or maybe they're, you know, kind of wide. So, you know, mix it up. And one thing that I recall reading, I don't know if it was on the website or the book is, you know, you need to save this variety and the fun ways towards the end of your day when things are really getting, they're lagging, you know, the kids are getting kind of tired. So do the fun ones towards the end of your day to keep that um, attention and that brain activated. Yeah, that's a really good idea. And when we were preparing for this podcast and we were discussing that variety, you know, you talked about like, kind of the gesture of please, okay, extending those arms is something you need to get back to. I've not been using a lot of variety. So when mm -hmm. I, we were talking about that and, 
in prepping for this podcast, I thought, oh my goodness, I really need to add that variety. How fun would that be to change my voice up or raise my hands really high instead of just having them out in front of me? So mm-hmm. love that not only are we adding variety during the teaching cycle, but we're also keeping that funtricity and add exactly. manners. Mm-hmm. I think that's huge. I think that's huge. Mm-hmm. Um, again, we don't want our students to get bored. And you know what? In all reality, Rhonda, I don't want to be bored. I know. I get bored doing the same thing over and yep. over. So they're going to get bored hearing it the same way over and exactly, over. Exactly. Exactly. So I love that we keep the fundricity in our classroom. And that is a huge part of our classrooms. So we did the please. Okay. The second part of teaching manners is the thank you. You're welcome. Now, can you take a second to explain how you go about teaching this particular manner? Right. Well, after we've made our request using please and students have responded using okay, we want to thank them for following directions quickly. And this is where you can teach them thank you and you're welcome. So as the teacher, we say thank you and we put our hands over our hearts. Students respond to us saying you're welcome and put their hands over their heart. Again, remember to add variety to this, just like our please, okay, Mm -hmm. and save those fun ones for the very end of the day when you need it the most. That's another thing I need to remember is bringing out my goofy self. (laughs) I know. Right? I mean, because we're really, we're all exhausted, you know, from from just everything we have to do this year with the pandemic, Mm -hmm. face-to-face or virtually, whatever. And so remembering to just have fun towards the end because we're all tired I have well, to. And I think as being a whole brain teaching teacher, mm-hmm. we're moving and performing yeah. all the time. So, you know, you're extra exhausted along with teaching in a pandemic or teaching virtually or, you know, just all of it. So, but at the same time, it's the kind of tired I like. Right. Exactly. <laughs> Cause you know, you know, all your students have been engaged all day. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So then they've got the please. Okay. Thank you. You're welcome. And then the third part of teaching manners is the praise. Thank you. And this I do, but I'm not sure that I do it as much as I could be doing it. And this is where you politely point like to the whole class, or maybe you just single out one individual student and you give them a praise such as you're all doing such a great job, keeping your eyes on the target Um, the student or the class respond by saying thank you. And again, using those gestures that you described for us where they put their hands over their heart. So if you praise the individual student, then just that student would put their hand over their heart and say thank you using that gesture. So this is something that I use, but I think I could use it more in my classroom. Well, I don't think I use it as formally as I should. You know, I might be casually just saying, oh, you know, guys did a great job. And some of them respond to thank you, but I haven't done the pointing probably Mm -hmm. like I should for this praise thank you that we have. And I will say with that praise and thank you, it's a bit more challenging because there is no verbal cue that the praise is coming. So we need to be looking for students who are listening so closely that they can tell praise from normal instructional talking. And I think that is a key key thing there. With all of these manners, when we see students responding faster with their manners, having more energy using their manners, or just spontaneously using manners with their classmates and throughout their school community, this is where we can award them with those super improver stars. And those are big motivators. And I notice like, 
if um, at the beginning of the year when we were just learning him, someone would do it, I'd give him a super improver star. Well, then a bunch of others are doing it too. You know, it yeah. kind of catches on. And that's what I love about super improver. Um, I really do love the manners. It makes such a huge difference in the classroom. So how have you seen your classroom change just by, you know, you kind of talked about introducing the manners and how that kind of using that couple super improver got kids on board. Mm -hmm. um, How has that changed your overall classroom, even as we're recording this midway through our school year? You know, when we're passing out papers, I hear, you know, I have a pair that's passing out papers. The students aren't just saying thank you when they get the paper from me. They're thanking them from everybody else. So it's carrying over. And I even ask them sometimes, are you doing this at home? Like when mom gives you a sandwich or, you know, a snack or, and they're like, yeah, we're doing that. And I remember there was one year I got an email from a parent thanking me for um, doing this. She said it was something that you know, they kind of had neglected at home and they were glad that I was focusing in on it because that brought it to their attention at home that it needed to be done more at home. So um, I'm not sure if I answered your question. Yeah, you did. There or not, but I don't know. It's just more of a friendly atmosphere. Mm-hmm. I mean, for even no matter what the little thank yous and what I like is hearing them say it to each other yes. when something's happened. And um, I think that's creating um, good little humans when, mm-hmm. as the year goes on, and hopefully it carries over next year. Cross my fingers. <laughs> yeah, right, right. Yeah, and I love what you said about it not only carries out, and you hear them saying that to each other and maybe to the paras and, and even you, but they're taking that and it's, it's, it's transferring to home too. I love that you mm-hmm an email from a parent, because I think that's huge. You know, when maybe when kids come in at the beginning of the year and we're not really hearing those manners. And so we can maybe assume, I guess, that they're not really saying them at home. And, uh, you know, just to see that transformation is huge. And I'll agree with you. I mean, I just love hearing the thank yous and the you're welcomes all throughout the day. In fact, sometimes I start going on and they're still like thanking somebody for mm-hmm. a tally mark on the scoreboard or something like that. And they're like telling that person, thank you. And I keep going. I almost forget to let them say that. Thank you. So mm-hmm. it's that important to, um, to them that they mm-hmm. make sure to use those manners. So I, I love that, that atmosphere. And like you said, it transfers to other areas in the school, they say it when they go get their lunch in the cafeteria. Uh, they mm-hmm. and their um, the paper passer passes them a paper, or you know somebody picks right. trash for them. I I just think, yeah. It, correct me if I'm wrong, but mm-hmm. when we first started doing whole brain teaching, we didn't have the please, okay, and thank you, you're welcome. This came in later, that. didn't it? Yes. Yes. And we've been doing this. How long have you been doing whole brain teaching? I think it's getting to be about eight years. Okay. So, so I'm like a year um, less than you. So I'm go, I'm like almost seven years. So mm-hmm. you do not remember this when I first started whole brain teaching. I really just remember a lot of the whole brain teaching cycle and stuff like that. So I love that coach has brought this character. I do too. Right. Now I wouldn't want to teach without it. Exactly. And you know what? And that's speaking of that, please. Okay. Thank you. You're welcome. And you mentioned this too. 
you know, starting that from day one in your classroom, getting those kids to say please and thank you. And mm-hmm. said at this time of the year, we're, we're halfway through our school year. It, it's just second nature to them. It's yeah. So I, I love it. Um, so you and I have been teaching face-to-face and this, this is always something that comes up in, in our podcast. We've been teaching face-to-face. We know how well manners works in the classroom, but there are still so many teachers that are either teaching virtually and they have all year or Mm -hmm. for some one reason or another, they may have to go virtually for a time. So how can manners work in the virtual classroom? Right. I think they can work the same way. You're going to use the gestures the same way. But one thing that you can do is when you're um, handing it off to another student, they need to thank you for that handoff. But I still think you need to do that gesture, keeping those hands over your heart and them responding, um, you're welcome as your lesson goes on. So in Coach's book, and I apologize, my book is at home, but his virtual book, I can't remember the title. I just went blank. Um, he talks a little bit about the handoff and um, I'm pretty sure. Um, am yeah. I right on that? I, yes. 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 Because uh, it's one of the, it's like one of the steps, one of the main steps. And mm-hmm. we can do a podcast just on the virtual, um, his book, his mm-hmm. book. And isn't it called WBT virtual instruction or something like that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we may have to, I may have to put that in the show notes or something like that. We'll make sure to, to look that up. Um, but it can apply virtually just as easily as it is face-to-face. And, right. you know, I think, you know, people need to, whether you're using Zoom or whatever platform you're using, you can still use manners with whatever platform that you have. And, the gestures can be part of that as well and probably should be, especially virtually to keep them more involved in it. Right. Hey, something I was just thinking, you know, mm-hmm. even with our face to face. So like if we call on a student and like we were to say all eyes on Susie and, you know, our students would respond with that three Pete, all eyes on Susie, Susie, Susie. Um, like, have you ever had your kids like Susie, if she's in your classroom, have you ever had her stand up and, and do the thank you. You're welcome. No, I haven't, but I think it's an awesome idea. Right. That like then if you had to go virtual, it would be there too. But exactly. Yeah. I mean, even if go ahead. about if they had their hand up and were answering a question. Yeah. You could just say, like if you called them, then they could just say thank you mm-hmm. on them. Mm-hmm. I kind of like that idea. And that may be something I decide to implement in my classroom. You know? Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Wouldn't hurt to try. Yeah. That just kind of came to me. This is such a great, <laughs> I love it when we just get like these, you know, yeah. thoughts. Cause we've talked things. a lot about trying to incorporate, even though we're face-to-face, some of the virtual um, strategies that coaches come up with. Mm-hmm. And so then if they have to listen to a lesson on zoom, then it's kind of already in place. Like instead of um, our hands, 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 and eyes, I now say huddle up. So that oh, they know to lean that. in close and stuff like that. So totally going off topic here, but I definitely think we need to do a virtual podcast at some point. So definitely. <laughs> but, there, yeah. There's a lot of good stuff with that virtual that coaches like put blood, sweat and tears into. So yeah, we'll have to, we'll have to uh, see what we can come up with, but this has been like a really great conversation. And I always love, I love, 
it when we have guests on because I learned so much, but Mm -hmm. having this dialogue with you and I as well, because I still like get so excited when we're talking um, about implementing these things in my, in my classroom, even tomorrow. So Mm -hmm. like, where can our listeners find out more about the manners that we talked about today? Oh, absolutely. Um, The first place we would love for you to go check out is our Whole Brain Teaching website, and you can find it at www.wholebrainteaching.com. Also, um, that's free. um, Coach does have some books that we've pulled some of this information from, but it is on the website. But also be sure to check out our Facebook pages and our Instagram page for all the latest and greatest tips for using Whole Brain Teaching in your classroom virtually or if you're in person. We are thankful that you joined us today. And I'm thankful that I got to see you today, Rhonda. So I know. It's great talking with you about this. Yes. And we got a great idea to try too. I, I know. So we'll have to we'll have to try that and report back to the listeners how that, that worked. Or they can try it and report back to us. We would love to hear about Yes. The, Give us some comments or feedback yeah. on um, our Facebook pages or Instagram pages or even on the different um apps that we are on for our podcast. Absolutely. We would love to hear your feedback. And speaking of that, don't forget to um, follow us on your favorite podcast app. And we'll be back in a couple weeks with an exciting new episode. Until then, we are so thankful that you listened.